This is Moss Whelan and Story in Mind. Just getting out for the walk. It's midday. Now I am putting the compost in the green what do they say? Yard trimmings. So I guess originally that it was yard trimmings, and now they've <clears throat> they've decided that they, them, us, I'm part of the process, so are you. So we figured it out. <clears throat> All right. Uh stuff to talk about. Beta reading is on my mind because because I'm, I'm, I'm doing a, a bit of a swap with other writers. Um, one writer is just going to read uh, my first chapter and it's, it's a great feeling. Uh, it was a great and terrible because um, sort of say judging, you know, uh, when is the self-approval rating, um, approaching it with confidence, bulletproof, I'm not saying it quite right. Anyways, it's difficult to read, uh, feedback and say not take it personal so there has to be this distance that's set up at least for myself and that I've got to be going in very sort of clinical and yeah not not taking it personally it's business hopefully and it's not always like that you know sometimes I'll get feedback and it'll just uh, in the immortal words of my sister that was like surgery. <laughs> and it's not, you know, it's figurative surgery. And, you know, well, what is the goal, right? So keeping that in mind. So that's a bit frustrating with, uh, with doing beta reading, uh, even giving feedback. You know, how, how hard do you hit? And um, should, you, should you be hitting? Is it hitting? I can remember doing creative writing classes and um, as a student and also at film school it was I kept hearing the the phrase building up scar tissue and in my experience that doesn't really happen it's more just sort of building up a vocabulary and um, asking for feedback, but I'm, I'm sort of thinking it over. Maybe it's sort of, maybe it's more that say you get to know when you're bulletproof, or sort of you know how thick your Kevlar vest is, you know how much you can take, looking at the other person's guns, and <clears throat> so beta reading. 
I think my... So, yeah, so beta reading is happening. I'm reading another writer's stuff. I have other stuff on my plate that I owe, or I've agreed to write. So cute. A uh, little dog. It's almost like a tiny husky. A miniature husky. Maybe it's a puppy. Right, so... Uh, I saw on Twitter a couple days ago a, a writer mentioned that they had paid for beta reading and that puzzle, has puzzled me for a couple days because my understanding of beta reading is that it is a you know, you're, you're, you're having it tested out. So apparently there are people out there who are charging money for it. So, so I could, you know, I could offer my service. And to, to be fair, I have had at least one situation where I've, I was asked how much I charge. And I said, no, no. That's not how this works. Also, I felt like I was in newbie territory. That, um, you know, how you sort of sit down with somebody and you have a conversation, and slowly, you know, or quickly, you, you figure out where they're at. So, it's depending on, say, the topic. And, and in this case, it, it had to do with. Not, not just say writing, but say the, um, the vocabulary, especially the own online vocabulary, because there's this shift and change, this terminology such as beta reading, which, to my knowledge, has been invented online and doesn't exist. Or say it's probably now popping up in creative writing classes, um, but seriously, it wasn't there before. Uh, but it is good to pick up the terminology. Why, Moss? To communicate, right? To communicate with other writers on other levels. And it's great to see an 80-year-old writer, you know, talking about, you know, their WIP, their WIP. Uh, they're talking about their critique partner, their CP. Talking about their MC, their main character. And then beta reading. And two, why don't we call beta reading BR? Uh, and two, we don't. <laughs> that's a, it's like, well, okay, all right, that's interesting. I, I wouldn't... Let's see. Hmm, I'm just thinking... One thing I've gotten all, out of all of this uh, has been working with people on their stories and working with, and then say that they're working with me on my story. And two, I mean that on several levels. The, I, you know, my take is that we are figuring things out. You know, that it's our story. It's our 
stuff inside of us, however you want to define it. You know, whether it's your soul or your psyche, that there's this internal conflict that has just sort of gushed out onto the page. Uh, and that through that, through that working on it, we're also uh, inviting readers to go on that journey with us. That's, that's my take, my experience. Uh, you know, ugh, yeah, 20 years ago, if you asked me that question, you know, so Moss, is what you're writing, is that your headspace? Is that where you're at? I would definitely... Mm, I'm, I'm sort of thinking of it. I had, I, everybody has moments of brilliance, and I'm, I'm remembering a few moments of brilliance of, for myself, uh, where there was this intention, and that I, I was addressing what was going on internally. But a lot of the times, it was it was just say subconscious, you know. It was just it was the it was the doing of it, and that it was an internal act, an internal process. So someone's charging beta reading. So there's a beta reader out there who's charging money. I bet, I bet that this is a editor. And that they're using that they're using the language of writers, that they're using this definition. Does it matter? It is this it is not the same thing. You know, when you go and you put money down and you pay for it, you know, that's not beta reading. That's where the definition shifts and changes. Uh is that a personal definition? Is it just me? No. <laughs> 99.999% of writers, when we're talking about beta reading, we're talking about not paying for it. We're talking about testing. There is a difference, I think. I, you know, say we might casually say beta reading, but really we're talking about a kind of higher level of, of beta testing that's going on. So it's not... And two, that's where the term is coming from. The term is coming from beta testing. It's coming from testing a product. Um, and two, more often than not, it's this, this is coming from the, I want to say programming, right? Say computer programming, games, uh, it's coming from technology, yeah, information technology. So you have this, this product, this program, you know, and you're handing it out to, uh, you know, people. You might have demographics, uh, you might, um, I'm trying to think if I've ever been in that kind of I actually think I might have done, I might have been a beta tester for something, but it was a different term, and it was in a different industry. So anyways, so writers have glommed onto this, online writers, of course, you know, we've, we've shifted into the, the age of technology, 
information technology, the internet, and word processors, uh, why shouldn't we look at, you know, a story, a novel, a book, as a kind of program, right? Really not interactive, but definitely involving the imagination. And, and yeah, we're seeking ways to improve the performance and so on and so forth. But let's get back to paying for beta reading. I argue that you're, in fact, paying for editing services. And you're, you're not approaching readers, you're not approaching writers, you're approaching editor, or an editor has approached you. I think, uh, I think, say, like, thinking about this writer who has done this, I think it's that, you know, A, they have the money to do this, right? So it's not an issue, sort of, um, paying hundreds of dollars to do this. The, the difference is that, that, that there is a very, um, high bar, you're paying money for it, you're paying for a service, versus, in, in my case, it's exchange. If I do beta reading for someone, I expect them to beta read my stuff. And if they, you know, and two, I leave the offer open. One writer right now is graciously agreeing to take a look at my first chapter. I have made the offer, and I will leave that on the table forever, right? Hopefully forever, that any time that they can contact me back and I will continue to sort of remind them and say, oh, hey, by the way, I see that you're, you know, preparing for a book launch or whatever. Um, you know, don't forget, you know, I owe you blah, blah, blah. So that's, that's different. Uh, also, too, it's building up rapport. It's building up community. Uh, in the case of editing, yeah, you can totally build up community and everything and, you know, offer superior service and uh, professional, you know, be professional. That That's one of the sort of like the, the, the failures of... or to sort of go into beta reading and expect, you know, the professional perfect, you know, expect a service. I have one bit of writing that's very tough for me. It's not an easy read, but I'm, I'm hoping to, I should just tackle it, right? But it's difficult. I'm not getting paid for it. Uh, the, you know, this writer is a member of my community. And and to, you know, I said that I would do it. I apologized uh, because life. But it's not, say, where, you know, this, this other writer threw down the money and said, you know, okay, do it. You know, that contract. Um, not social contract, but truly business. I said before, too, my one experience with an editor... I suspect it's my last experience with an editor. Um, 
because I, I paid, you know, but what I got back was, for me, it was demoralizing. Because what they did was they did grammar, spelling, punctuation. And, uh, I, yeah, I had hoped for more. I sort of like, you know, is this person going to sort of get me to the next level? Uh, very professional, uh, you know, encouraging, you know, oh, I, you know, I really like this. You know, I think you're a great writer. But there was no story involved. And so, so that was a, a nail in the coffin for me. I've mentioned this before. And ah, the fumes, the fumes of mass extinction. Just listening to this gas guzzler going by. Uh, and smelling, and smelling them too. It's a nice day. It's an enjoyable day. You know, what a, what a weird thought, you know, that, you know, 100 years or so that it'll all be gone. But, and two, so will I, before that happens, right? That I, I will be gone, but just that, you know, it won't continue on. Ah, so beta reading. Wondering if I can kind of dovetail uh, mass extinction into beta reading. Sure, there's an there's an analogy hiding in there somewhere. Uh, Beta reading is an opportunity to connect uh, not just sort of on the writing and the technical aspect but just the pure reading part of it. Um, Hopefully thinking through it's like yeah I think all the beta reading I've done and to the critiquing that that has been where I, I celebrate the writing. Like, I, I, I read it, and I just go, oh, wow, I really like this and that and the other part. Uh, so it's not all just, you know, slice and dice and, and analysis. <clears throat> because really trying to find what is worth uh, surviving. There we go, right? Why is this person doing this thing? I'm just thinking, it's like, uh, I was offered money to, basically, to, you know, to, to edit, to story edit, not just to edit. Right, not copy editing where it's grammar, punctuation, spelling, but story editing. Uh, because I know a few things, and 
and I've had I've had a few experiences. But I didn't accept that money because the exchange, like getting getting that writer, even if the writer was not able to sort of provide the same level, it's a moment of reaching down, pulling up. It's a mo- uh, it's it's an opportunity to help that writer. How so? Because when, when you are forced to give feedback, and I'll even throw out a bit of you know, structure, say, you know, give at least, say at least three good things, and then say three things that you're having trouble with, sort of minimum. And two, I've gotten feedback where, you know, that that's thrown out. And it's all just, you know, we're going to jump into the stuff I, you know, don't like. And on a good day, I can handle that. It's like, yeah, you go. You, you hit as hard as you want. I can take it. I can do this all day. Uh, but it, it's, it, I'm a human, so <laughs> unfortunately, I like a bit of praise. I like a bit of approval. And I've had days where I can't look at the feedback. You know, that it's I've got to wait, you know, choose choose the opportunity. Or even I've gotten feedback where we're just so different, like the other writer and myself, that what we're what we're looking for or what we're how we're editing is just vastly different and this could get into ideology it can get into yeah it, it could get into say a person's religious beliefs their political beliefs and i still think that there's a bit of gold in there kind of like getting a negative review but it's still positive you know, because it informs somebody, they go, you know, oh, you know, but those are my political beliefs or spiritual, whatever, you know, so I can go there. I sort of interpret, right? You can sort of parse it. Suddenly the negative turns into this positive. Do I think it's right to ask for money and to use the phrase beta reading. I worry about the writer that doesn't take advantage, say the writer that posted and said that they paid for beta reading, rather than engaging with other writers, especially in their genre, and offering services. For me, it's sort of that that writer is not able or willing, uh, you know, can't schedule the uh, schedule the time to do the the beta read, right? So that they're not willing to 
sort of offer that. They're not willing to go, go there and do that. That concerns me. I, I sort of feel like that when I read their stuff, I, I might be able to tell that, you know, that it's being written in that kind of way, that it's not for the reader. How much has been paid? This is sort of getting into vanity press territory. And I'm fine with vanity press. But I really want the person, you know, to sort of to be clear about it and, you know, talking about it that, that they've paid. Uh, <clears throat> why? It's a different kind of beast. Uh, it's a different kind of story. It's, it's all about, it's all about, it's all about them. Uh, what's different. There's more of a social aspect to, to beta reading. There is a reaching out. I've seen, an, I've seen a number of sort of online failures. I remember one writer diligently asking and, and not taking the route of engaging right, with other writers, socializing, but instead just posting that they're looking for they're looking for beta readers. And that's fine. It also though suggests that there's gonna be no exchange. In lieu of this in lieu of this, as a motorcycle has driven through my my thinking Uh, yeah, the, the writer that I mentioned, they were offering rewards. It's like, okay, well, what kind, you know, what are we talking about here? Is it merch? Merchandise? Because I, for one, I'm, I'm not interested. Uh, free stuff, pen, pens and things like that. It would be interesting if it was, if it was relevant you know, if it was pens, red pens, if it was things that would help a writer even say promotion, that would, you know, that helping promote, like sort of say, thank you to so-and-so. All of, all of those things really, really help to boost. But there's this, but there's this sort of weird thing that goes on of, you know, boom, this, this writer appears and they're asking for beta readers and I went and checked it out there's forms right that they're you know they provide these forms and saying you know this is what I want which is okay and then this is the timeline this is when I want it so for myself at, at the end of all of this um, and two, I, it's not a swap, right? I'm I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be getting my my manuscript is not going to be uh, getting feedback. At this point, too, you could say, well, Moss, that's a critique partner. If if you're swapping stuff, and the beta reader is just reading, uh, there's a further extension of the definition, right? 
I, I think I think too, yeah, that that my my understanding of beta reading and other people's is is slightly different, right? That there are the beta readers who are not going to be, you know, that they don't have a manuscript or they don't feel comfortable doing a swap. And and there's that great uh, the great fear, right? It's like, oh my gosh, they're going to they're going to upload it to some you know, site that, you know, I, I'll lose all the money from it or they're going to steal it from me. Which is, the law's on your side. It's, that's copyright infringement and what is it called? Uh, intellectual property. It's your intellectual property. There, there are ways of of protecting it. But also, too, you've got to get it out there. You've got to share it. You've got to have, you know, find the people that it connects with. In my experience, I haven't seen... I haven't really seen any people beta-reading... So I think that that's why the terminology for me... Like, I mean, and just beta reading, right? That they're not critique partners. I think that the term gets used. It just gets thrown around. There are people who get very technical about it. Uh, Like, say, the writer that was sort of offering rewards and verging on paying for it, right? I think too that say, you know, you say you're so desperate, you're not connecting online, you know, you don't want to spend that time getting to, you know, know these online avatars, uh, you know, that hopefully have real people behind them. They do. But even today, uh, the past couple of days, I've I've sensed or just noticed intruders into the hashtag writing community, hashtag writers community. That uh, what was it? I've just invited uh, my my friend. Please welcome her uh, or him, in some cases, and just sort of scrolling through that there's they're, they're not talking about writing there's nothing there's no um, there's no promotion going on of of what they're working on and there is one thing going on which is uh, getting Twitter follows and Part of me is thinking that that these are <clears throat> fake accounts that will shortly or very quickly be used to promote products. And two, it could be that they're going to be used to promote uh, writing products, right? That this person is going to start, uh, you know, using their uh, Twitter as ad space. That's fine. But I'm not, I'm not going to follow 
I've already encountered internet beggars, right, who are, who are looking for handouts. And already encountered people who are interacting with that perhaps say it's how I grew up, where I grew up. But I'm just like going, I know you. <laughs> I know what you do. Why is it that you seem to need money, you know, every, every so often, right? And two, as well, there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of writing. Or there's, say, one project, but it seems that everything is circling around the, the donation box. Uh, is that a problem? I suppose, too, it's sort of like the, the Ko-Fi, it's like the K-O-F-I, where it's, you know, uh, buy me a coffee. If you like my stuff, buy me a coffee. Uh, uh, very much like Penny Arcade, that they had this moment, sort of transitionary moment, when, um, when they put a donation box at the, on their website... Which, and to what Penny Arcade originally was about, and still is, is that they do uh, an online comic uh, comic strip about the gaming industry. From that, they've gone on to uh, do PAX, which is the Penny Arcade exhibition, and that's that's been quite successful. And I think too, it has spawned others. So say you know say conventions have blossomed into this uh, into this new new form financially viable form. Yeah, so there's nothing wrong with putting a donation box. Uh, I I say do it that way. Uh, in, you know instead of uh, you know wandering around asking for handouts. And. And two, there's nothing nothing wrong with being a panhandler, but it would just be cool. That's the weird thing too, sort of dressing up something and saying, "It's it's you know it's not right." I'm not a beggar. It's like okay, right? <laughs> uh, I'm just I'm just thinking of socialite beggars. I can remember reading stories and, say, seeing shows where they had uh, characters that were living off of sort of these, you know, parasites, social socialite parasites. So they're everywhere. All right. This got me thinking, too. It's like, yeah. How can I set a do- set up a donation box on my on my site? I, I think I think I, ultimately that's what say Patreon is. I've I've seen people doing that, um, you know, and and you you provide content and then people pay to see the content. So you've got to have a following, right, of people who are into it. And I think that that could be. A great motivator for uh, creating content. So weird to be talking about one's storytelling and writing as content, but you know, 
that's this day and age. Okay. So, I think we can go down to the next street. Shifting's shifting. Well, my frustration is that I, I like, you know, I don't want to, to be conned, right? Uh, as, as far as, say, you know, the writing community and everything, and that, you know, I want to alert other writers to scams, right? And to sort of, you know, alerting and of course you know you will get the occasional troll and then there'll be this ripple right and hope hopefully it's sort of I'll catch right that you know it's like oh you know here's a person or not a person to block you know this 12 year old child in you know Russia or uh, I don't know North Korea or in Vancouver you know the you know the the, the brat who is uh, wanting to uh, do graffiti on the internet. We've all been there. We so, <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah. So I don't. I don't want to get scammed. I don't want other people to get scammed. I want it to be upfront. Uh, is it beta reading, or is it story editing services? that are being offered. Uh, with, with beta reading comes... There's a lot of other things that comes with beta reading, and I'm talking beta reading, grassroots beta reading, not business beta reading. <clears throat> now I'm wanting to find that writer uh, who paid for beta reading and said, that wasn't beta reading, right? If you want some good beta reading, come over here. But th that's where the difficulties lie, right? That when I'm writing versus what this other person is writing, I, I'm just guessing that it would, it would be hellish uh, on both sides. So what is the difference with critique partnering? My feeling is that beta reading is light. You know, beta reading is not heavy investment. And you're kind of just doing... It's not community service, but it is a service. And it is, you know... For me, it's kind of... Uh, you know, for me, it's a, it's a... I'll read a chapter. Give me the chapter that's not working, right? Give me the problem. Uh, give me the first chapter, right? And, and because that's where everything has to happen. You know, you have to have the, um, the beautiful entrance, you know, the, the welcome mat, everything, you know. And then suddenly the, the giant fish hook lunges out and you're barbed and drawn into the darkness. 
and I, I want to help. <laughs> Make your dreams come true. Uh, why? Because I'm there too. So, so that's the sound of baby birds or a baby bird. In I think it's called a bowl. I think it's a B-H-O-L-E, something like that, where it's the branch has been broken off and, and a hole remains. Usually it's not a hole, but in this case it, it has turned into a hole. And I, I described it before as these almost like mouths, open mouths, with these like ooh lips. That actually, it does turn up in Salish art, um, totem poles. I've seen it many times. And it sort of, that's something that sort of makes me think. That it's like, oh, is this sort of inspiring? Is it kind of like the trees speaking? And from there we'll go to the, the tree. The tree of storytelling is speaking. The tree of storytelling is speaking. And what is it saying? It's very self-informing, the tree. That's one of the things that I like about communicating with other writers, as opposed to editors, and my bad experience with an editor, which, you know, they were just doing their thing, and I was asking, I was hoping for something that they could not provide. Which I learned later. I figured it out for myself. And a big question when going in for editing is, okay, well, how do you know what you know, these services you've provided? Where did you pick up these skills? Are you self-taught? Which is fine, right? But I want a sort of detailed list of, of what you can do versus, say, you know, what, what I'm going to get in the end. Which is, you know, that's common sense, right? You know, that you want to see what can be done. Like, say, maybe they can sh share, what is it called? When you have customers who sort of say, oh, yes, this is very great. They did a great job for me. Not just that, but a sample of, like a, say, you know, one of those pages. It's, but it's not just been corrected, you know, grammatically. You know, it does, it's not about punctuation. That's for me. I don't need that stuff. I need story, right? I talk about character. And two, those editors are out there. There are creative writing graduates. Uh, or, you know, even... Uh, I, I want to say English, English majors, but it really does have to be a creative writing student. Uh, not just that, but one with experience. Because for me, it took a long time to, to break through. And I'm still breaking through. You know, so I would, I would want somebody with um, a resume. But, but not just that, it, that it would be... <laughs> I think, too, you'd be paying through your nose, paying, you know, with your arms and your legs. You're just, you know, you re hopefully they would be paying what they're worth. You know, or, what, you know, what their skills are worth.
because uh, it's gold, and you know that's that is one thing. I really like I really like uh, beta reading, uh, doing um, critique partnering because it, it is that sharing because it's synergy and I can reach down and I can go, you know, come on, let's do this thing uh, rather than you know, you pay for it and then it's over. Maybe you can have a working relationship. But there's also the problem of, of blinkers. You know, I don't have one person that I go to. And... And what? So many things. Okay, so let's talk about critique partnering, the, the difference between that and, and beta, beta testing. I'm sure there's people out there who don't know where beta reading comes from, that it's from beta testing. Anyways, anyways, so critique partnering. My experience is that it is deeper, it is more profound. You are invested. Um, if you can find that person, uh, and two, I'm so worried that my critique partner is, you know, fallen off of the edge of the world. Uh, did I make a mistake? The thing, though, is, is that we have read through, uh, or we are reading through, and we are fans uh, of it. That is one thing that an editor, a story editor, might not be, right? They're going to be very technical about it versus jumping up and down and saying, you know, this is genius, I love it. Uh, you know, it reminds me of my favorite book. So cool if you could find that person, the, you know, in business-wise. But it's just extra gold when you can find somebody that is on the same page. Ha-ha! I think that was a pun. Uh, critique partnering. That's not going to happen unless you reach out, unless you engage, unless you take interest in other writers. One of the things uh, that pains me about these um, interlopers and uh, people who are on Twitter for the numbers, you know, you scroll through their feed and, and it's just about praising the fact that they've, you know, achieved a certain number of followers. And there's nothing else. There's no talk about, uh, you know, their word count, what they wrote that day, the problems they're having, the solutions that they want to share. I've encountered some really savvy editors that all editors should aspire to be, uh, who get it. They understand. Um, also, they are writers themselves, and it's not a really creepy experience uh, going into their shop. You know, those little shops of horror, right? They're very sort of dark and creepy, and there's a, there's a person at the back. You don't know if they're a porcupine or not, right? There's all this shuffling and um, incantations. You don't know what's going on 
and uh, versus you know you could go over to the sort of the the shop that feels very welcoming and you know it, it's not there's not a lot of pressure <clears throat> yeah online presence critique partnering yeah I really have appreciated my critique partner I don't even know if he knows that he's my critique partner you know I'm just sort of like uh, uh, I, I hope I hope that we can continue but at the same time I'm sort of looking at it and going you know it's over and is it possible to go through drafts right is that something that we're going to do or not right um but I really want to cultivate that relationship and, and just sort of leave the door open and it's sort of really would like to read, you know, your other stuff and, uh, you know, I'm here when you need me. <laughs> Moss, Moss, too desperate, too desperate. Tone it back, turn it down. I need you. Yes, it's like the codependent writer. Uh... Okay, so and so, no, I'm I'm okay with this. I'm very grateful for for what this guy has done is doing, and uh, it, it, there's a difference too because I've sat down with other writers, and that there's this confusion, you know, or we're, we're not connecting, story wise. Uh, one difference too is that it's in person. Uh, it doesn't have to be. Most recently, it hasn't. And you know, there was just it was just online experience, uh, exchange. Um, and to what is it? He's busy. It's slowed down. And uh, you know, sort of, I'm switching gears and uh, doing sort of editing off of say um, working with him and sort of sitting. Okay, I'm gonna make adjustments. So beta reading. Um, yeah, and for me, beta reading is reading. And for me, I want to, I want to exchange, uh, but at the same time, I don't want to be locked down. The, the dream beta reader would be somebody who just wants to read they want to read new stuff. They want to read stuff that nobody else has read. Uh, they're interested in helping out a reader, or sorry, a writer. <clears throat> but also, you know, they have requirements, right? That there's certain things that they're into and not. On Twitter, if I see somebody's looking for a beta reader, I will retweet that. I feel comfortable with with doing that. There's another side of it that that whole interaction is content. You know, when you're interacting with writers and readers that it is just sort of gathering my thoughts. It's an opportunity to promote 
and promote and present, but, but also both sides, right? To, to be showing that this, that this is happening. Um, I, have, I have a bit of joy when, when I see this going on. Also to uh, jealous, I'm saying, oh, I wish I was part of that. But I also know that, you know, you've got to find the right, uh, the right people. So there's this ongoing question of, well, how do you get someone to beta read? And I've I've already said, engage, right? You know, find other writers that are in your genre. The 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 most uh, the thing that makes it look the best is if you're offering an exchange. I don't want it to be a lot. Uh, you know, it, it's a lot to, to ask for. And yet not, right? I can, uh, you know, I can read a book in a day. But that's not, you know... Um, but I'm not, you know, giving any... I'm not, I don't have really any level of feedback. I don't have anything really, um, there's no depth and I'm not getting into the, into the mechanics and sort of considering subtext, etc, etc. So we're, we're rounding things up, we're wrapping things up. Uh, beta reading, yes, it's awesome, but don't pay for it. Right? If you're going to pay for it, pay for story editing, right? because there's this confusion. And if you're telling people that you paid for beta reading, there's confusion. So like, why? You know, why, you know, why didn't you just come to me and say, you know, hey, do you want to swap? Uh, is that critique partnering? I say no, because it's reading. Critique partnering is deep, deep, deep. It's, uh, it's getting into the meat and potatoes or the tofu and the rice. It's... There's a lot more going on. So that's weird. There's a couple crows on a fence. It might, it might be like a, a baby crow or something? Or? Maybe it's maybe it's baby baby crows first day out. It doesn't sound like a crow though. It sounds more like a Anyways, you can hear. All right. So Advertising services. If you're advertising that you're going to do beta reading, you're going that what that's saying to me is that you will read, you know, for free, right? That you're going to read something, and it's going to be for free, and that it's a foothold, right? You know, you're just going to read it. You're not going to critique it, basically. You know, of course, there's, you know, the general, 
I, th- I think too the upshot is that you would end up with kind of like an Amazon review and it wouldn't be a um, you know an, an epic you know list of suggestions and questions and all that which would be you know more like a critique yeah because a, a beta reading is a reading right it's read so I'm just now I'm just thinking back over what I'm doing and going is that what I'm doing because I don't think that's what I'm doing when I'm when I say I'm beta reading I am giving feedback and the difference is that it's just like say I I'm doing chapters right um, I, I don't want to freak out people I don't want to sort of bog them down uh, it could lead to something that's the other thing it's much easier to you know to offer and get a response and just say you know it's just five pages double space five pages sounds really good then you know hey I've got you know a 300 pager here of a story that you potentially might not like. Handing over a synopsis is good. Or say, I think in my case, that people know what I'm working on because I'm, I'm posting about it all the time. So that makes it easier, especially, say, you know, handing over a synopsis or an outline, and then the person, they can... From there, they could say, Moss, this is great. I want to read the whole thing, right? If they see the whole story. Or even just say, they get the synopsis, they sit down with the first chapter, and they have an idea of where things are supposed to go. So that could be a basis for it. Does it work? Does it hook? You know, is it uh, interesting, right? Does it, does it feel like, does it read like a novel? Why? Because uh, you know, I've heard, I've read that some some novels are actually short stories. You know, they're not meant. Um, what does that mean? Sort of like say exhausting. You know, you read a book, you feel exhausted, but not not in a good way, and it, it just feels like so much could have been said in far fewer words. Or say that there's a lot of fat that could have been cut off. You know, it's just bloated, and um, there's this kind of stretching going on, and yes. (laughs) I'm just thinking of the first draft that I I sent my agent many moons ago, and I'm just sort of remembering it, you know, going, really, it was was, uh, a first draft... I think I was showing a bit of my technical prowess, but <coughs> it was just very, very bland in contrast with the um, the hyped-up steroid monster that we that we ended up with. Is it true, Moss? It's kind of true. It's kind of true. Right, so we're in the last minute. Right, so yeah, get out there, connect with people who are in your genre, uh, but also say, you know, sort of figure out if it's the right fit. 
you could even ask. You could say, hey, I'm interested in, you know, in reading a chapter, your first chapter, right? Just to sort of beta read, check you out. Uh, you know, just leave that on the table, like if you ever need somebody to, you know, take a look at a chapter. And, and, and for my money, for what it's worth, I think a writer, here we go, continuing, continuing this, uh, the symbolism, worth their salt, where the heck does that come from? I guess salt was worth something at one time. It was, it was. That uh, They're going to be on the lookout for that and they're going to be open to that. You're not asking to read the whole thing. Uh, yes, so you're not asking to read the whole thing and it, that alleviates the fear of, you know, oh, what's this person up to? Are they trying to hijack my manuscript? And, you know, <laughs> it doesn't happen all the time. It happens sometimes. There are, there are some uh, situations, uh, you know, that does occur, just not all the time. Uh, and two, there's things that you can do to protect yourself. Even, even having it out there, early drafts that you've shared around, that that, that email, um, what is it called? You know, when you're sort of exchanging mail. But that, that, that counts in a court of law, right? And, and those files can be compared to uh, if it comes to it. What kind of sick monster would do something like well that you know a desperate a desperate soul a desperate psyche that's who right and if you think of yourself in the most desperate moments uh, where maybe you have done uh, something you know that is hurtful in the sense of you know intellectual property um, whatever I mean we've all been there. That time you stole that cookie from the cookie jar. Uh, okay. Take care and yeah, just sit down, do a couple words. You'll feel better. Take care. <laughs>